Corinthians, starting in chapter 5, starting at verse 11. Since then, we know what is to fear. The Lord, we try to persuade people. What we are is plain to God, and I hope plain also to your conscience. We are not trying to commend ourselves to you again, but are giving you an opportunity to take pride in us so that you can answer those who take pride in what is seen rather than what is in the heart. If we are out of our mind, it is for the sake of God. If we are in our right mind, it is for you. The Christ love compels us because we are convinced that one died for all, and therefore all died. And he died for all, that those who live should no longer live for themselves, but for him who died for them and was raised again. So from now on, we regard no one from a worldly point of view. Though we once regarded Christ in this way, we do so no longer. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, there is a new creation. The old has gone, the new has come. All this is from God who reconciled us to himself through Christ and gave us the ministry of reconciliation, that God was reconciling the world to himself in Christ, not counting people's sins against them. And he has committed to us this message of reconciliation. We are therefore Christ's ambassadors, as though God were making his appeal through us. We implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. God made him who had no sin to be sin for us, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. Well. Yeah. Are we on? Great. Well, if I could invite all the young people, if you'd like to come to the front for me and just there, uh, uh, we'll gather around here so you can okay. see this screen. Yep. So if you are young or young at heart, come to the front. It'd be great to uh, have you. And if you could just, uh, yeah, just kind of congregate here, just grab a seat down here. That would be absolutely amazing. Now, I'll be honest, guys. I've been trying to take some pictures of stuff. And if I'm honest... I'm not sure I've done this right. So if you think you know what this picture is, then you need to just, yeah, just put your hand up and uh, we'll see what it is. So any ideas what this is a picture of? Any ideas, anyone? Yeah, go for it. An ocean, let's have a look. Yeah, it's an ocean and a sunset. Fantastic, well done. Okay, next one. Ooh, what's that one? Yeah. Yes, let's have a look. Is it a flamingo? It is a flamingo. It's an inflatable flamingo. Everyone needs one of those. Brilliant. Yeah, next one. Oh, Ooh, what do we reckon? Is it a dog? Let's have a look. It is fantastic. I was struggling with these, but you guys are doing really, really well. Next one. Oh, this is getting a bit... Ice cream, yes. Oh, and it got Catherine's favourite flavour in there, so that, that's okay. Brilliant. Fantastic. So... Here's the thing, guys. Some of those pictures were a bit harder to work out because, actually, we didn't have the right view of them. We didn't have kind of the pictures in focus. 
we weren't looking at them properly. We didn't have the right view. And that made it more difficult. And you know what? In today's Bible passage, Paul was saying that we need to make sure that we have the right view of who we are. That we need to have the right view of ourselves. That we can, through Jesus, be a new creation. And today's passage is all about how we can be, have that view of ourselves of being a new creation. So, to help us think about this a bit more, we are going to do another game. And now we're going to get a little bit messy, So, which is why Nick's helping you with this. So, what we've got is I need two teams. So, I need one little team gathered around this table here with the porridge, and then another team gathered around this area with the porridge. Nick's putting you into teams. So, if you come and gather around here, and then... What we are, you might want to roll your sleeves up because yeah. we are going to get a bit messy. Okay. What's going to happen is in these bowls of porridge, there are some duplo blocks. You've got to get them out, clean them up, and then put them back together as their duplo animals. Okay. And the first team to do it will be the winning team. There are two animals in each bowl of porridge. Should we give it a go? Yeah, right, off we go then. Now feel free to cheer, clap, celebrate, <laughs> wince if your children's getting really messy, whatever you want. Okay, let's... That's it, and then you've got some paper towel there, look. Right. Do you want to go and see ourselves back down then, guys? That was lots of fun, wasn't it? We got a bit messy, but it was lots of fun. And actually, that's... Yeah. Well, do you know what? Yeah. Let's give you guys a round of applause before we go any further, I think. That's it. Go and see yourselves down. We want to play now, don't we? Because, uh, yeah, <laughs> why not? In our, in our reading then today, we heard how God cleans us, God makes us new. And in that game, 
We had to find, didn't we, those animals. We had to find that duplur. It was all messy and yuck. We had to clean it and then put it back together so that it was like new. And this is what it's like for us. This is what God does for us. God cleans us. God makes us new. But why do we need to be made new? I wonder, aren't we good enough, do you think? Well, the Bible tells us that we aren't. Perhaps we've used mean words. Perhaps we've been selfish. We may know that God tells us to love other people, but if we're honest, perhaps we've not been that kind to others. And yet, verse 18 in our Bible reading tells us today that we are good enough through Christ, that Jesus makes us new. Jesus takes the consequence of the bad stuff, but also gives us the strength and attitude to live as God would want us to live. So a bit like how we put those clean Dupla box all back together, Jesus brings us back to God for a friendship with God and enables us to live with for him. Now, if we've been made new then by Jesus, we need to view ourselves as someone who has been made new by Jesus. Because the Duplo animals couldn't clean themselves, could they? They needed your help, didn't they? Yeah? They needed you to clean them and to put them back together. We need God. We need God to make us new so that we can live as God tells us how to live. We need to ask him to do this. We can't do that on our own. We need God. So it's really important to remember that God makes us new creations who can have a friendship with him. We don't want to be like Nick's pictures where we have the wrong view of ourselves and things are upside down and blurry and all over the place. Otherwise, we won't ask Jesus to make us new and we'll miss out on this great friendship with him. In the verses we read, Paul said we should tell other people too about how they can be made new through Jesus. And at Cross Project, that's exactly what we aim to do. Great. Well, we're going to share a little bit about Cross now and kind of how God is working through Cross. As we do, if there's any young people who would like to go and uh, have a crack at the colouring stuff we've got, you're more than welcome to do it in there or get some of the colours and the sheets and bring them back to your places. If you'd like to go and get something to do, uh, to colour in, uh, whilst we start talking about cross, that would be amazing. So do feel free to um, get yourself something to colour. Not you, Catherine. You, you, you've got to help me. No, you've got to help me with the talk. So uh, there we go. So uh, we'd love to share a bit about Cross with you today. Now, Cross, we're now in our 30th year. 
And it was started uh, 30 years ago, actually out of this church, um, by a couple of people, Malcolm Loveday and Ron Richardson, who had a heart for young people. And they were concerned that actually young people thought that Jesus was irrelevant. They couldn't see how Christianity was relevant to their lives. And they wanted to uh, create a charity, a youth work charity, that showed the power and the transformation that Jesus can have in people's lives. And Cross has been running for all these years, thanks to people like you who share our heart for young people and sharing Jesus with them. Now, at Cross Project, we've got two aims. Firstly, to present Christianity in a lively and relevant way, providing opportunities for young people to develop a personal faith. And secondly, we aim to develop young people holistically, so emotionally, socially, spiritually, mentally, and physically. And Cross achieves these aims through a small team of schools workers who support local secondary schools across the Wakefield district. Currently, we work in nine secondary schools, including Osset Academy, where our schools workers are a Christian resource to the schools. So there are quite a number of ways that Cross Project provide this resource to our secondary schools. So the main ones are lessons. So imagine a lesson, an RE lesson, that's totally different from any lesson they've ever experienced. A lesson full of games, media clips, activities. But a lesson that's delivered by committed Christians who are enthusiastic about what we are teaching. For many students, cross-taking their RE lessons can be a new experience of not only RE, but also the Christian faith. And often, it's the highlight of their term. We deliver lessons on a wide range of topics, sharing the Christian perspective on them, as well as asking the young people to consider their own views. We also deliver assemblies and we look at our lunch and after school clubs. So, yeah, our lunch and after school clubs, these are voluntarily attended by the young people. And they're a really safe place where they come and uh, they uh, play a load of fun games, build up relationships. But not only that, we also, through our clubs, have discussions about important topics. And as we explore those important topics, we're able to present the Christian view and the power of Jesus on these topics. Uh, at the moment, we're doing a uh, kind of like mulling over movies theme, and we've been looking at some uh, different movies and looking at how, actually, through the different themes they're showing, that we can see that Jesus is king and the difference that he can make in our lives. Brilliant. Um, we also offer pastoral support to our schools through mentoring. So we mentor young people on both a one-to-one -one and a group basis. We would meet with them weekly and explore a range of different topics. Again, through a mixture of discussion, activity, games and media clips, we help young people tackle a range of issues that they are facing, ranging from bereavement to self-esteem through to anger. 
And then we also do things such as prayer spaces, which is, uh, as it sounds, where we convert a space, usually a classroom, into a prayer space with lots of different interactive prayer and reflective activities. And it just gives young people the chance to actually engage in prayer and to have a bit of time out and reflect on important issues. Well, what difference does Cross Project make? I'm sure that's the question uh, that you have. And uh, to help us think about this, we're going to do uh, a bit of a quiz. Uh, we love interaction, so you guys will get to vote. Uh, hands up for A, B, or C. Uh, and these statistics are taken from uh, national, reputable uh, youth and media outlets. So let's have a look at our first question. So first question, what percentage of teenagers never go to church, not even on a special occasion? A, 75%, B, 85%, or C, 95%. Hands up for A, hands up for B, hands up for C. The majority of you are correct. It is 95%. So secondly then, as we emerge from the pandemic, how many young people are struggling with mental health issues? So again, we'll have the votes. So is it A, one in eight, B, one in six, or C, one in five? So hands up that A, B, C. It's not as bad, but it's still not great. It's one in six. That's one in six young people who are struggling with mental health issues. Now, these statistics seem pretty shocking and show that there's a real need for input into teenagers' lives to help them to explore faith, but also to enhance their self-esteem. It shows that there's a huge demand for people to help teenagers develop fully as individuals, especially socially, emotionally, and spiritually. And at Cross Project, we are committed to meeting those needs. So we'd like to share a couple of stories with you about how um, Cross have been able to do that. Uh, the first is on a uh, district-wide level, and I'd like to talk to you about our Easter lessons. So, uh, our Easter lessons, we delivered these across the district, and we were looking at the idea of Jesus being a new hope. And we looked at how the power of the resurrection shows us that there is a new hope that can be found in Jesus. Now, we delivered these uh, lessons to... Uh, whole year groups, whole groups of year seven and year eight pupils uh, in different schools uh, around the district, including at Offit. Uh, and we reckon about 1,800 young people heard the gospel through Cross Project Lessons. Isn't that fantastic? But don't take my word for it, because uh, we, we also took some feedback, and these are some of the quotes that the young people uh, said. Uh, so firstly, Easter means hope for everyone. Jesus gives us hope for the future. Everybody needs a fresh start in life. Easter isn't all about chocolate eggs. Best RE lesson. I really enjoyed the teamwork and activities. I'd love to do it again. I like the fact that we had uh, fun activities as well as learning about the hope of Easter. So, 1,800 young people got to hear about the hope we have and the power of the resurrection through our Easter lessons. Isn't that fantastic? 
And on an individual level then, I'd like to share with you Rebecca's story. Now, Rebecca goes to Outward Academy, and she was referred to Quest Project in year seven. She was referred to one of our mentoring groups. She was struggling with her self-esteem. She really struggled making that transition from primary school into secondary school. And she often found it difficult to share her opinion and build friendships. Now, off the back of this mentoring group, she began to really open up and build her confidence. She started coming along to our after-school club at Outwood. And here, she continued to flourish and grow. But more than that, she really began to engage with the Christian material within the sessions, which really got her thinking. This went on for a couple of years, and then pandemic came. Two and a bit years later, we were able to restart the club, and along came Rebecca. Again, she was really confident and really engaged with the talks and reflections, and she'd always got questions about the Christian faith. Now, at a Christmas, we ran with a local church, a pizza and movie night with a Christian message. We invited the young people from Outward After School Club to go along to the church youth group. Rebecca came to this event and enjoyed it so much that she continued to try the church youth group. Since then, she's been attending every week. Rebecca has gone from a girl with low confidence, struggling to adapt to secondary school and struggling with friendships, to somebody who is not only much more confident, but is also plugged into a local church, exploring Christianity for herself. Isn't that brilliant? Now, this is just one of many stories that we could share with you about the young people's lives who have been impacted by cross-project work. And if you'd like to hear more, please do come and chat to us after the service, and we'd love to share with you more stories of young people's lives being transformed. Great. But as we uh, kind of close this session, uh, or this section uh, about cross, we, we'd be remiss if we didn't talk about partnerships. Because partnerships are crucial to Cross's success. And, and yes, that is partnerships with the uh, schools themselves, but it's also partnerships with local churches like yourselves. And we'd love to share just three ways in which you can partner with Cross and continue to see young people's lives transformed. So firstly, through prayer. In Ephesians 6, 18, Paul urges us to pray on all occasions and with all kinds of prayer and request. And we really do value your prayer. As Christians, we believe prayer is both powerful and effective. So we cannot overstate how much we value your prayer support. Prayer is critical to our success. Each month, we produce a monthly prayer letter along with a termly prayer update about the work Cross is doing. 
we do send some hard copies out of the prayer letter. But if you would be interested in signing up either via email or to receive a hard copy of our prayer letter, please do come and chat to us at the end of a service. Thank you so much for praying with us. Secondly, uh, financially, uh, Cross are a Christian charity and we primarily rely on um, donations from uh, and partnerships from local churches and individuals who want to see that Christian presence. Now, now, now this actually uh, is quite a good model in that it enables us to keep our distinct Christian focus in what we offer the schools and it enables us to continue to be in charge of what we share with the schools and offer to the schools and are able to keep that distinct Christian witness. So uh, on behalf of uh, myself, Catherine, and everyone else involved with Cross, thank you so much, uh, Christchurch, for partnering with us financially. Your, your support makes a huge difference and enables us to continue to be that Christian witness on a continual basis. But if that's something that you personally would be a bit more interested in uh, finding out about or maybe wanting to uh, partner with us financially, then again, we do have some giving forms after the service, so do feel free to come and have a chat with us. Thirdly, you can partner with us through volunteering. So there are loads of ways that you can get involved with Cross Project as a volunteer. So from helping with our lessons, through to supporting during a lunch club, through to coming into the office and helping us prepare resources. We are also looking for trustees to help lead and guide the charity and offer support in various aspects of running Cross. So if you are interested in volunteering in any capacity, please again do come and chat to either myself or Nick at the end of the service. We really hope that this has encouraged you to see how God is working through Cross. And please do consider how you might be able to partner with us through prayer, perhaps financially or volunteering. And on behalf of Rebecca and the hundreds of young people that Cross Project see each term, a huge thank you. Great. So uh, we're going to move into a time of prayer. Um, so if we could get the young people back in, uh, what we're going to do is we're going to do one of our interactive uh, prayer activities uh, that we do with the young people in our prayer spaces. Now, as you came in, you should have got a uh, scratch card, um, scratch art card, uh, and uh, <laughs> so, so that makes a big difference, that scratch art card and um, a scratch stick. And what we'd like you to do, we're going to put on some uh, music, uh, some worship music, and what we'd like you to do is to write or draw a prayer, maybe of a situation that you want God to make new. A situation where perhaps you really are longing to see God's new creation in. Or maybe you'd like to draw or write a prayer about the work of cross and seeing God continue to transform lives and uh, see a Christian witness in schools. So we're going to put on the music and then when you've written or drawn your prayers, can we invite you to come and uh, peg 
your scratch art card onto the washing lines, either on this or the other railing. So we'll have a few minutes to do this, and it would be great for us to be able to pray together. <laughs>